from the heart of the Carolinas, a voice of reason, an oasis of civility and humanity. I'm on a journey, the pursuit of truth, not just facts to fill the head, but also life-changing power to change hearts and transform minds. A journey of relationship, to connect to people of goodwill everywhere, to build upon civil society, to transcend tribal divisions with timeless values and love. A growing coalition of choice, not coercion. Are you with me? This is the Vince Copley Radio Program. Good morning and welcome. And what a morning it has been. I want to revisit something I said to you some months ago because this has become even more significant now to me just in the last 24 hours. One of the things that I have been concerned about for quite some time is the situation we find ourselves in now with Mr. Magoo as our president and the vulnerability that I very strongly believe that we have as a country, internationally speaking. If you have not watched it yet, and I would encourage you to make a note, if you take nothing else from this program today, there's a video I've mentioned a number of times in this program called Agenda Grinding America Down. And I was just reflecting on this, that... I really believe that after the Cold War, we've really let our guard down. Remember back during the days, those of you who remember the days of the Cold War, we remember the ongoing nuclear threat that we've had in this country with the possibility of nuclear conflict with the Soviets. And it seemed like with the disintegration of the Soviet Union, the wall coming down, separating East and West Germany. You know, there was just such an atmosphere of, wow, it looks like there's a whole new world here. Remember the days of Boris Yeltsin as president of Russia? It just seemed like everything changed. The atmosphere changed. This conflict was over with this threat it seemed to be over I've been reflecting on this in the past 24 hours and more so this morning I have a friend who's from Brazil who brought some things to my attention which we're gonna go into in a little bit on this program and certainly because my friend has lived in Brazil, I'm going to take his word and his understanding of events there um, a lot more seriously than people who have no idea what's going on. Zero. I've already told you what I think of the mainstream news media. One of the things that disturbs me most is we have a profound lack of curiosity to find out what's going on elsewhere. We have people who simply are, I mean, it, this is kind of interesting. 
You notice how we talk about narratives on this program and how people put out narratives? You also have to consider that many of these people who are putting out narratives, they have also been sucked in by narratives themselves. So they believe the people who have spun them. So if people in the White House put out a version of events, oh, this is the truth. I've said before, and I continue to believe, we're in very dangerous times. I did not go into the events of Brazil the other day, well, yesterday, because I definitely wanted to make sure there's a clear understanding of what's happening in this country and our own affairs. It's, it's important we have our own house together so that we're able to, in a healthy way, respond to the things that are going on around us. And more to the point of what I'm talking about in the beginning of this broadcast today, we're going to go into some very messy frankly, pretty ugly things today. And I want to remind you and basically appeal to you. I'm not here to give you orders and I'm not here to preach at you. This is a conversation. It is very much my heart that we do some things together. We focus on who we are as people, first and foremost. And we also make it a point to solidify the bonds that we have, the important ones, the relationships with our families, with other liberty lovers, with other people of goodwill that we can connect with in this season. That's going to be very, very important. It's always important, but more so during challenging and dangerous times. And I think we are in those times right now. If you have any question about that, I think <laughs> those questions will dissipate after this broadcast today. Because I think you will see domestically, internationally, we've got some serious things going on. And one of the unfortunate things that's happened along the way... My goodness, I'm looking at this. <laughs> One of the things that's happening along the way is we are seeing some things unfold in our world that they've got a life of their own. The question is, are we going to be ready? Are we, as Americans, ready to face what is happening those of you who are informed, those of you who are in the know, you're going to have to dig a little deeper to find out what's really happening in our world. You really are. Because again, I'm seeing fresh evidence of the laziness of the mainstream news media that will not tell you what's really happening. And for that reason, this makes the times we live in that much more difficult. Because we can't even agree on what the truth is, what the facts are. 
And I would dare say, and in the defense of these cable news networks, I don't watch very much of them. But I can say that what I have watched, I have not seen the kind of coverage that is probably warranted of some very significant things that are happening right now. Also want to give you a heads up. We also have Transformation Tuesday. This is a really important one, and it really ties in with what I just said about the importance of making some very important and healthy connections because of the challenging times that we live in. We're going to talk about these things you really need to hear. We're going to discuss about Brazil and much more. And yes, we will talk about Biden documents as we continue. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. on the Vince Coakley radio program (laughs) over on the text line we have this item oh my goodness well the new rules package the Republican rhetoric sure sounds good let's see two years from now how responsible any politician has been when spending someone else's money too bad no one had the nerve to reserve the Democrats gluttony from their final trip to the taxpayers buffet table Ooh, that is very well expressed, Dean. I like that. I've read about the Brazil thing days ago. The news called it Trump-like tactics. (laughs) That's all it is to progressives. They don't care. The people don't want to be governed by big governments. Ah. We have this. Vince, my last air raid drill was while I was in fourth grade. Near a now top-secret middle testing army base the army post fort greeley alaska oh my brother-in-law was once there and family during the clinton administration it was considered not important so it was closed down just the last few years the threats from north korea they have reopened it and i'm doing major testing up there for that reason i've never trusted the russians i guess it's different when you live so close to the people you've been at war with oh my goodness that is sobering That tells you something, doesn't it? Vince, we're watching the fall of another country, and the U.S. is next, just like the Roman Empire. Democrat elites, get a free pass. If you want to be dishonest, you want to sexually harass women, the Democrat Party is the party for you. (laughs) Wonderful. Biden's Justice Department will work with the Chinese-funded Biden Foundation to transfer the documents, as with sexual harassment and worse charges. Transformation Tuesday. Do not fall into the trap of a cult of personality. This cult can be found in churches, politics, Christ, and faith only. Good for you. Really good post. And this texter, bothered by my monologue today, too many cliffhangers begin to sound like babbling. Get to the point, man. 
Well, if you didn't hear what I had to say in the first segment, what I share in the rest of this program really doesn't matter. And I want to emphasize this again. If we do not get our act together in this country and come together as Americans, then the events I'm about to describe in the next segments, they will destroy us. Okay, can I just be that blunt about it? They will destroy us. This is how important this is to me. Because I believe we've got to take this all very seriously. But the things, the building blocks, are us. People. People relating to each other in a healthy manner. And if we don't get that part right... We are ripe, ripe for what is coming our way. This texter correctly says, sounds like the Brazilian people are rejecting socialism. Well, of course they are. I first want to talk about the president and the scandal that is potentially unfolding in the White House. And it will be interesting to see how this is covered by all media outlets. I don't care which ones. So we've learned several classified documents from President Joe Biden's time as vice president have been discovered last fall in a private office. Attorney General Merrick Garland has asked the U.S. attorney in Chicago to investigate the matter. And congressional Republicans are certainly taking notice. Biden's lawyers say they found the government materials in November while closing out a Washington, D.C.-based office, the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, that Biden used as part of his relationship with the University of Pennsylvania, where he was an honorary professor from 2017 to 2019. Fewer than a dozen classified documents were found at Biden's office, according to a source that told CNN. It's unclear what the documents pertain to or why they were taken to Biden's private office. Federal office holders are required by law to relinquish official documents and classified records when their government service ends. Here's the statement out of the White House. The White House is cooperating with the National Archives and the Department of Justice regarding the discovery of what appear to be Obama-Biden administration records, including a small number of documents with classified markings. The documents were discovered when the president's personal attorneys were packing files housed in a locked closet to prepare to vacate office space at the Penn-Biden Center in Washington, D.C., the president periodically used this space from mid-2017 until the start of the 2020 campaign. On the day of this discovery, November 2nd, 2022, the White House Counsel's Office notified the National Archives. The archives took possession of the materials the following morning. This... Statement continues, the discovery of these documents made by the president's attorneys, the documents were not the subject of any previous request or inquiry by the archives. Since that discovery, the president's personal attorneys were have cooperated with the archives and the Department of Justice in a process to ensure that any Obama-Biden administration records are appropriately in the possession of the archives. Now, this story was first reported by CBS. Well, imagine that. 
CBS has actually done some journalism. At a summit in Mexico City on Monday evening, Biden ignored shouted questions from reporters on the classified documents. Garland, also attending the summit, ceded to the president's left. A senior administration official traveling with Biden says the issue won't be a distraction. The official saying nothing has changed in his schedule. He's focused on the summit and meeting with our closest neighbors. Isn't that wonderful? Now, the classified material included some top secret files with the sensitive compartmented information designation, also known as SCI, which is used for highly sensitive information obtained from intelligence sources. After the discovery, Biden's lawyers immediately contacted the National Archives and Records Administration, which started looking into the matter. Biden's team cooperated. And this came to a situation where they recognized a mistake had been made due to a lack of safeguards for documents. In November, a referral was sent to the Justice Department to look into the matter. The U.S. Attorney in Chicago, John Lausch Jr., is investigating. Lausch was one of the rare Trump-era holdovers who wasn't asked to resign after Biden's inauguration. He was appointed by Trump in 2017 and unanimously confirmed by the Senate. Illinois' two Democratic senators said in 2021 they wanted Lausch to remain at his top post to conclude sensitive investigations, though they did not reveal what probes he was working on. So, this sounds very messy. Very messy. How much so? Well, even the mainstream news media sounds like they may be a little bit concerned about this. You're going to hear that concern and much more as we continue. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program. And before we uh, go into other content here, I've just got to take this call. Uh, Frederick in Charlotte, good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Are you there, Frederick? Apparently not. Hello. Hello. Can you yes, take it away. You've got the floor. This better be good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I, I just my response was that um, the difference between the situations, I, I think that the Justice Department is handling this the same with each. It's just that how the difference between Biden and Trump, how they handled the situation once it arose. Um, and, you know, when we're looking at the timeline when, you know, Biden, as you said in your report, as was reported, and, you know, I, I don't have the problem with CBS that you do there. But with your report... Oh, uh, wait a second, wait a second. I didn't say anything derogatory about CBS, but go ahead. Well, you said, oh, they're finally doing some journalism. You know, well, I think they do good journalism all the time. But anyway, um, as... As was in that report, the Biden, you know, well, the Biden administration, well, Biden himself, he's fully cooperating. They didn't, he didn't hide the documents. He didn't say the documents were his. He didn't refuse to turn over the documents. He didn't have long protracted negotiations or, or return half the documents and lie and say, oh, well, that's all that I have. He didn't do any of that. He just turned the documents, you know, actually, they initiated turning the documents over. Okay. The, uh, the Justice Department did not even have to ask. The documents okay. were discovered, 
uh, uh, and he, and they turned them back over. And no you, problems, no obstruction, and, none of the things that happened when Trump had the documents where he refused to turn them over, said they were his, then said they're declassified because he thought about it, and, 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 and he's still fighting in court right now about keeping the documents. So it's it's mainly in the difference in how you handle, just like any situation in life, how you handle it is, you know, is, well, is it the... It makes all thing. the difference in the world. I, I get it. I'm And Frederick, you're going to be in shock. I'm going to give you this one. You know, based on the information we have thus far, what you're saying is absolutely correct. And, and I, I don't know how long you've listened to this program, but I would hope you know by now... I am far from being a defender or a protector of the image of Donald Trump. So I would hope you would know that by now. Uh, to your point about CBS, one of my big concerns, and this is the concern with the whole mainstream news media, it's not what they do. It's much of what they don't do that is of concern, Frederick. And we're going to go into this a little bit later on. But uh, I'm going to give you... Uh, points for a great observation frederick are you in shock no no i mean uh, <laughs> i don't uh, <laughs> i think know, i caught I, you I, off garbage i mean it is what it is person and yeah. no that doesn't I I hear you, man. Hey, it's good to hear from you. Do call again sometime. We'd uh, you know we we take perspectives from uh, across the board, and I think that's important here that we have these conversations. We agree on we we have to come together on facts. That's very important. This texture says Vince. Americans, both Democrat and Republican alike, need Republicans alike need to give Trump a big thank you, not for what he did or how he said it. But the impact he's had in Washington, empowering honest politicians to take up the battle and not be silenced. Vince, just look at the young single men coming across the border. That's Biden's new army. You feed, clothe, and house them. Their allegiance will be to our government, not to our flag or its people. Hmm. I'll bet you can find classified documents in every president and ex-president's house, office, bathroom, wherever. This texture says they need to go in and raid his darn house like they did Trump. This is an interesting take. This is the left's attempt to get rid of Biden. The media is not doing journalism. They're spewing what their masters are commanding. Prepare for the age of Harris Newsom presidency. They can't lie for Sleepy Joe. He's a risk to them. You know, I was thinking of that this morning. And I, I've this for quite some time whether they might be thrilled with the idea of getting rid of joe biden pushing him out of the way throwing him under the bus to get a stronger candidate in place for 2024 i'm just going to tell you the things i suspect are going to happen over the next couple of years geopolitically and by that i'm referring to on the world stage not just domestically I think it's going to be a mess. I really do. I think this is going to make I think this is going to make the Carter days. We're going to long for the days of Jimmy Carter by the time this man's out of office. That's how bad that it's going to be. And frankly, I already think it's worse. 
Vince, I agree with your vision. We must come together as a country without the political divide that's gotten stronger over the last decade. For this to happen, everyone in political office must be treated fairly by our mainstream media and legal entities. That's a first step. I haven't seen a lot that inspires me to think this is going to happen anytime soon. Praying this is not the case. Please keep up the good work. Yeah. Vince, the CBS News fan, is wrong. As Vice President Biden had no legal right to those documents. Another person saying there's a difference in a president and a vice president having classified documents. Trump never refused giving the documents back. I don't want to go down this road of, oh, the, the bottom line is, right now, we've got a situation where we have the Biden administration in the crosshairs. It's very evident now. As you would expect, Donald Trump has responded to this. This is a gift, as you will hear. Donald Trump responding to the CBS report, claiming Attorney General Merrick Garland assigned U.S. Attorney to review roughly 10 classified documents found in an office once used by President Joe Biden. When is the FBI going to raid the many homes of Joe Biden? Perhaps even the White House. This is what Trump posted on his Truth Social account Monday night, adding, these documents were definitely not declassified. Trump was referring to when his home in Florida, Mar-a-Lago, was raided by FBI agents last year. The FBI searched his residence for classified material the former president could have removed from the White House when he moved out. The search reportedly included agents going through Melania's bedroom and closets. Following the raid, some of the seized materials the FBI took included over 50 empty folders. However, the Monday night report from CBS News explained there had been a U.S. attorney assigned to look over documents marked classified. They were found at Biden's vice presidential office at the Penn-Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. Within close proximity to Capitol Hill. I told you, folks. Watch what's going on with the mainstream news media. In fact, coming up next, you're going to hear the reaction on CNN. I thought it was going to fall over when I heard this. <laughs> you enjoy this as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program. Very quickly want to get to this. So how is mainstream news media reacting to this story about these documents, these Biden documents? Well, this is a real winner. A gem on no less than CNN. Yes, believe it or not. You'll hear a conversation here with Wolf Blitzer talking with CNN reporter Jamie Gangel. And the mood here is very somber. Listen up about a month or two before these classified documents were found in his private office here in Washington. Uh, he said, how could this possibly happen? How anyone could be that irresponsible? That's what he said then. And then they discovered these SCI 
uh, these very sensitive classified documents at his private office in Washington. Right. I, look, I'm sure that he meant that. And it also looks terrible in, in hindsight because uh, here you go. There were classified documents. Here's what we don't know. We don't know how they got there. We don't know who packed them up. Those are things we're going to have to find out. We need to know what's in these classified documents. Yes, they're top secret, but to Evan's point earlier, how sensitive is it? Are there sources and methods? Is it contemporaneous information that could be dangerous uh, or sensitive right now? So those are the things we have to find out. Those are the things the Justice Department is looking at. But as, as David Chalian pointed out, there is a big political side to this. This is, uh, let, let's assume for the moment that it was accidental, a mistake. Uh, this is the kind of political unforced error that uh, I can't believe Donald Trump hasn't posted about yet. He will be shortly. It is the, the definition of a political gift to Trump and the House. Yeah, Republicans. we have a lot more to report and to discuss about the uh, breaking news that's unfolding right now. <laughs> Isn't this juicy, ladies and gentlemen? And as you know, Donald Trump has now responded to this. We shared that a little bit earlier. But the important thing you have to consider here, they recognize the hypocrisy. This is what Wolf Blitzer started out talking about. The direct quote from Joe Biden about how irresponsible it was of Donald Trump to be in possession of classified documents. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Pot, meat, kettle. <laughs> and to our caller's point a few minutes ago, yes, we can give him credit for the fact that this was reported. But it doesn't take away from the fact that he was in possession of these documents in the first place. This just blows my mind. It really does. This is another one of these reminders of why I and many people, many Americans, just want this man and others to just go away. Just go away. Now, I think many of you who are quite insightful I think many of you are on the same page here I would not be surprised if this becomes part of a process to help show Mr. Biden the door in the very least that he doesn't run for president in 2024 very worst case scenario they try to get with him to get rid of him before that time this texture saying they will sacrifice Biden to prevent Trump from running in 24. They recognize the hypocrisy, this texture says, but won't scream about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Therefore, it don't mean crap. <laughs> I understand your frustration. It is understandable. It really is. So it'll be interesting to see the seriousness that we see dedicated to this story compared to all of the things related to Donald Trump. Will the mainstream news media grab this story like a dog with a bone and continue to run with it? 
Another texture here chiming in, Biden didn't have the authority's vice president to take any documents. Trump, as well as Obama and Bush, can declassify any documents. You know Trump was and is being targeted. Still to come on the broadcast, we have Transformation Tuesday. Really good stuff that we will share with you. Then in the next hour, I want you to hear what we're going to talk about in regard to the country of Brazil. I just want to say right now, folks, we have lost a great country. A great a great country has been lost. And sadly, I don't think many of us Americans realize what has happened there. And we're going to get into the dangerous narratives that are going on here. They are dangerous. They are lazy. They are cheap. And as is the case in so many of these situations, profoundly inaccurate. And the thing about it, if we don't come to understand these matters very soon, dangerous. We'll talk about that and much more. Hour number two, it's straight ahead. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. From the heart of the Carolinas, a breath of fresh air, a voice of reason, this is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Hour number two of our broadcast. And I want to begin with Transformation Tuesday. Before we delve into some very important things about Brazil, in fact, I want to not only encourage you to listen, but I want you to maybe text somebody right now, send them a link to this broadcast and say, you really need to listen to the information that's about to be shared about Brazil. I just want to say briefly before I get into Transformation Tuesday, this is one of the reasons why I'm here doing talk radio. I became very concerned. I had a lot of concerns as a television news person just about not so much what we're doing but what we're not doing you know the conversation we had with the caller earlier I was making the point that you know aside from the bias out of the mainstream news media it's what they neglect that is so dangerous to this country there's so many things that need to be covered so many things you need to be aware of the ongoing China threat to this country the concerns about the vulnerability that we have within the country from enemies within and of course there's no understanding about this or care to investigate study discover but we'll talk about that a little bit later on and why I had an increased interest in this subject of Brazil I'll get to that in just a bit. First, on to Transformation Tuesday. You know, so many things in life are paradoxes, aren't they? You know, you, that expression's the best of times, it's the worst of times. This post from Dr. Steve Crosby is right on the money. And I think it ties in with what I shared with you at the very beginning of the broadcast about the choices that we make. One of the, I read a book, in fact, I need to reach out to the author to maybe come on this broadcast. But he's written a book called Safe People. And this is one of the things I'm trying to do in my life right now, is to shore up healthy relationships with safe people. Safe people. 
Let me quickly get to the post here from Dr. Steve Crosby. The church is full of nasty, hypocritical frauds, abusers, liars, narcissists, and more who daily slander the name they profess. This includes leadership. The church is also full of beautiful, kind, caring, generous, benevolent, self-giving, and compassionately engaged people. Which ones you've exposed to? The ones you have exposure to will strongly affect your opinion of the church and Christianity as a whole. The church is both a disaster, not worth your time, and a thing of beauty, without which, in my humble opinion, life is not worth living. It is both. It's always been that way, and always will be that way until the end. Corey Timboom wisely said, it's like needlepoint. Viewed from below, it is an incomprehensible mess of different colored thread. Viewed from above, it's a work of art. To point out her defects is not to deny her beauty and must not lead us to despise and hate her. To acknowledge her beauty must not lead us into denial-based do-nothing, say-nothing, stick-your-head-in-the-sand, never-say-anything-negative romanticism. A lover's criticisms are faithful and necessary, as are the wounds of a friend. I recently was part of a situation where the beauty of the real body of Christ was activated, orchestrated, and demonstrated in love by the head of the church himself. And that's in all caps, as you know, head of the church himself, as in Jesus, without the controlling or directing fingerprint of human initiative upon it. There is nothing in human experience more beautiful when it is the real thing. Yes, the bin is full of rotten apples, and they must be identified for what they are. Here's the key thing. But the hungry person will work through every rotten one to find one that isn't. Oh my gosh. Boy, do I know this experience so well. Being a follower of Jesus is like a treasure hunt. You're gonna have to shovel a lot of sand and I've been around Steve, spent a lot of time around him. And in our conversations, he said, shovel a lot of something else. Crap. If you bring any other expectation to the effort, you're going to be disappointed, disillusioned, disenchanted, and often embittered. An open unveiling of the cross cures it all. Many have heard the word of the cross. Only a few ever heard the word from the cross in their inner being. It's always been that way and will always be that way until the end. The latter is the only cure for rotten apples in the bin. Isn't this beautiful? So two important takeaways here. I ask you, have you heard the word from the cross in your inner being? Not just hearing Gospel preaching. Has the word really impacted your inner being? And the other thing is, are you hungry? Are you hungry enough? If necessary, you're going to keep coming across rotten apples until you find one that is solid, without blemish, and something you can partake of. When I say without blemish, I'm not talking about finding perfect people. I'm talking about finding healthy.
great post from Dr. Steve Crosby for Transformation Tuesday. I quickly want to go into events in Brazil. One person who has been following the events in Brazil, his name is Matt Termond. It's a name I hope you become familiar with. I'm going to be following him on Twitter. I want to start with what I came across this morning. I have a friend who sent me a text this morning. And he's heartbroken. His name is Leo. I haven't heard from Leo in a while, but this morning he sent a text asking how how I was doing. I said, pretty well. I asked him. And he starts off saying, sad news from home. Sad news from home. I want to set the table before you hear some very important audio. This is some very important, probably one of the most important things you're going to hear today. I do believe that. My friend is from Brazil, and he has watched this wonderful democracy basically fall into the hands of radical socialists. Let me tell you the true narrative of what I believe has happened based on the information that I have now. I believe there's a strong possibility that election fraud has taken place in Brazil. Genuine election fraud. I believe, as a result, a criminal has now been elected president of Brazil and is now in the process of systematically turning the country into a socialist dictatorship. That's what's going on. This is a threat not just to the people of Brazil this is a threat to America and it needs to be understood in its true context we're going to dive right into this as we continue stay with us back on the Vince Coakley radio program and I want to jump right in and talk about narratives real quickly what are the narratives you've seen about Brazil the past few days about the riots about Pro, and this is how they portrayed this, pro-Bolsonaro supporters, the guy who lost, storming Brazil's Congress in protest. Business insiders, side-by-side photos of Bolsonaro supporters storming Brazil's Congress. You ready for this? Demonstrates a stunning parallel to Trump supporters descending upon the Capitol on January 6th. I'm so disgusted, terribly disgusted, because these people have no idea what's going on and the threat this poses to them. I got news for you, Business Insider, CBS, NBC, ABC. If the kind of things that are happening now in Brazil happened here in America, you may not have a job, and if you do, You will be putting out propaganda like propaganda you have never put out before. But then again, maybe they want to participate in such a thing here in America. I don't know. But I want you to know what really has happened in Brazil. Please listen closely to what you're about ready to hear. 
The person speaking, he was interviewed on a couple of different programs. The first I want you to hear was a conversation with Sebastian Gorka, who's been on this program. I want you to first hear what Matt Turman has to say, and this is a little bit long. I want you to listen closely. He describes what has happened in Brazil. Listen up. I think the NSA is interfering with this program. I'm just kidding. Just a joke. little technical glitch here, hopefully. We'll get over this thing, and um, we'll try to come back to this. But I, I want to, um, let's first talk about who this person is. The person who is the new leader of Brazil. Because a lot of people don't know this. Because I don't think this has gotten the appropriate media attention. If we did get appropriate media attention on this, we would have a very, very different view on what has been happening the past few days. First off, let's hear about who this guy Lula, that's his first name. He is the new leader of Brazil. Who is this person? Here is a description of of who he is he's a criminal please tell me this one's not freezing for some reason this is a conspiracy Correct. today 19 judges 12 go. charges three separate convictions unanimous among this three three tribunals comprising these 19 judges and these are bolsonaro appointees these predate bolsonaro they convicted him nobody in the country doubted it. hey on the twitter space that you and i were talking about earlier i even had a leftist admit that oh yeah of course uh, lula was uh, guilty of public corruption so i timestamped that and i've been tweeting at it vociferously these people are engaged in a wholesale dishonest takeover and by the way brazil is a god-fearing heavily catholic heavily evangelical country these people are godly these protests have been prayerful and they are being run through the mud in the international media obviously uh they're trying to create this uh, false uh, uh, uh correlation with jan 6 they're suggesting that steve bannon and donald trump and myself and jason miller and now that we did this interview uh, seb you'll be included <laughs> in the list we coordinated the coup because we're a bunch of evil right-wing fascist fanatics it's funny because lula in his press conference last night uh, called the protesters and they said he's Fascist Stalinist thugs, and then he stopped himself and he said, "Oh, you, you know what? Just fascist thugs." He well, likes Stalin. Stalin's the model. He likes Stalin. Stalin is the true model. Lula da Silva is the guy's name. You need to understand that. This guy is dangerous, and we have not correctly understood what is going on in Brazil right now. Because we've been distracted, frankly, by a lot of garbage. We've been distracted by all of the overhyped attention, for instance, on January 6th. And now they're trying to compare these two things. Uh, there's no comparison, ladies and gentlemen. These people in Brazil are fighting for their country and their freedom. That's what's going on right now. Their rights are being violated in real time. The other interview with Tucker Carlson, he raised the question to Matthew Terman, why are people in Brazil so angry? Listen to this answer. This hard-fought 
constitutional republic and strong, robust democracy, or do they? Lula was, as you correctly stated, a convicted felon, 19 judges, uh, 12 charges, 12-year sentence, and released by a Supreme Court justice, Alexander de Moraes, and his team of fellow traveling Supreme Court justices to enter into this election. And then this election had no transparency. So the protesters who protested for the last 70 days, peacefully, no arson, no violence, uh, just wanted a evidence proof that this was an honest election. They did not get it. They have stayed by the military, begging the military to adjudicate the separated powers dispute. Now, it turns out, as the plot usually does thicken in these situations, that there were many an agent provocateur yesterday at these buildings and doing incredible gross damage, breaking windows and such. And it looks like this is turning into a Reichstag fire and being used to clamp down on these democratic protests. The protests are no more. The camps have been disbanded by executive and judicial mandate and fiat. And now they've set up a concentration camp where 1,200 Brazilian citizens are locked in the gymnasium and grounds of the Federal Police Training Center in Brasilia. And it has just been reported that two of them have died. There is no water, no food, no bathrooms. Brazilian countrymen of this government are being treated in worse circumstances than the Geneva Convention allows for foreign combatants. It is absolutely gross, and even more gross, as we just found out, according to a high-ranking influential senator, Marcus Doval, released documents that prove the justice minister, Flavio Dino, knew about it the day before, that there would be violence, potentially, and even the setup for violence, and Lula knew as well. They did not cordon off the buildings. It looks like there are even more similarities with our own. We're going to talk more about this. Stay with us, folks. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Just the past few minutes... I've been uh, getting some additional texts from my friend Leo, who is from Brazil. Here is what he says about why people have been protesting. Only because people refuse to accept unlawful elections. There's a law that prohibits convicted criminals to run as candidates. And justice violated the law. Judges that obey the law and grant the rights to the protesters result suspension and blocked from all social media. No dissonance allowed. That's what's happening. I want to take you back quickly to a story by the BBC. This is March 9th of 2021. And it's a story about the man who is now president. This is really disturbing. Because I don't think we paid attention. I'm, I'm being I didn't pay attention to this. Brazil, ex-president's corruption convictions annulled. He was convicted following an investigation into a huge bribery scandal, dubbed Operation Car Wash. But Supreme Court Justice Edson Fachin said the court that had convicted Lula had lacked the necessary jurisdiction. The prosecutor general's office said it would appeal against the annulment. So they basically threw out the conviction. 
He was in jail serving a 12-year corruption sentence. His conviction was upheld on appeal, and he was banned from the presidential race. But as you heard later, all it took was one justice to free him. His convictions have been annulled. And now he was free to run for office. And the people have basically said, this whole thing, it's a fraud. This man is a fraud. He's a criminal. We don't want him to be our president. Oh, man. This sense chills down my spine. It really does. I want to play the final clip from the conversation with Tucker Carlson, where he gives, this is, again, Matt Terman. He gives a summation of what's happened. Listen up. So the country's becoming a dictatorship, and the State Department and all the celebrities, Mark Ruffalo and the rest, who supported this criminal Lula, are saying nothing, and they're continuing to support it as he eliminates civil liberties? That is absolutely correct. There is nothing but frame it as Bannon, Trump, Bolsonaro plotted a coup from Florida, which there is no facts that back that up even remotely. I, I, I've got to tell you, folks, this really does send chills down my spine. I want to play one final clip here, and, and this is the conversation with Sebastian Gorka. Do you think this will work this time, Chris? Uh, if it doesn't work, I know it's not you. It's It's technology. Uh, this is um, uh, Mr. Terman describing what happened. What happened? This election cycle, the first round of the election was October 2nd, that Brazil is the most important uh, battleground, electoral battleground in 2022 against global communism, because in many levels it's a proxy for China's total entry and control of Latin America and thus having a strong bulwark in our hemisphere, on our back door. Uh, You know, the Sao Paulo Forum, very important history, in 1990 when the Soviet Union was failing, Lula da Silva, who has just been quote-unquote re-elected president, President of Brazil and Fidel Castro, his communist partner, founded the Sao Paulo Forum in Brazil. Hang on, can you just stop there? Can you just reiterate who was Lula's partner? Say that name again. Fidel Castro, Thank the you. strongest leader in this hemisphere and the great proxy of the Soviet Union in the fight for workers of the world unite in a global Marxist hegemonic political takeover. And they formed this specifically because they knew the Soviet Union funding into Cuba was going to dry up. They'd have to do it themselves. And so uh, Fidel partnered with Lula to start in Brazil, Argentina, Colombia, Venezuela, Bolivia, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Mexico. And they have incubated every Marxist leader in Central Latin America. I named some of the countries. You obviously have Chavez and Maduro. Lula is the father of Chavismo. He was the mentor of Chavez and Maduro, Morales in Bolivia, Ortega, uh, uh, Kirchner and Fernandez in Argentina. More recently, two good bulwarks for years, Chile and Colombia, uh, were not totally controlled by the communists, but Petro in Colombia and Boric, two young uh, Petro was a uh, a narco-traficante guerrilla like FARC in Colombia, also a Marxist uh, politico, 
uh, from the Forum Sao Paulo, and then Chile in Boric, a Marxist student leader uh, who was just elected president. Both elections obviously very questionable in their veracity and their purity and in their lack of transparency. Doubt persists. But they are taking over South America and bringing Chinese-led global communism into our hemisphere in a big, big way. And we should be very, very, very worried and vigilant. And it's very, very scary what happened in Brazil because their constitution is being eviscerated. That's why you're seeing these protests in the street. We're talking not like tens of thousands. We're talking millions. These are the largest manifestations of human protest in any constitutional republic. I think in human history on a per capita level, on a nominal level. It is overwhelming. And of course, the revolution would not be televised. Nobody in the global mainstream press <laughs> covered any of it until the certification and Lula and his cronies sent in some Antifa types to set some buses on fire and say, hey, look, Bolsonaro supporters did this. And by the way, this is not about Bolsonaro. This is about the Brazilian constitution, their constitutional republic, their sovereignty, and rule of law. They've had a cronied Supreme Court that has eviscerated the constitution, let Lula out of prison. He was sentenced to 12 years in prison. 12 years in prison was the sentence. Do you understand? Just in this short segment, you've gotten pretty much (laughs) a fire hose... (laughs) turned on you with information about Brazil. This is what's happened. How many of you were aware of what's happened here? I'm acknowledging to you, I take in a lot of information. I had no idea. And you know what's really scary to me? I have to wonder a couple of things about this administration. Are they aware of what's going on? And are they supportive of what's going on? Those are important questions. Because the foreign policy of this country, it's a disaster. The goal of the communists is to encircle us. Don't think for a moment just because the, quote, Cold War is over, the threat is over. These folks never stopped. The movement never stopped. This is why the movement for liberty must never stop. I hope you're on board. I certainly am. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program. And over on the text line, in response to what we shared about Brazil, before I get there, my friend Leo is listening right now to this program. He's from Brazil. This is home countries watching disintegrate. By the way, I'm watching right now, just a few minutes ago on Fox News Channel, they were showing the president meeting with the presidents of Canada and Mexico, the leaders of Canada and Mexico. Here is what my friend has posted here. Thanks for sharing that story. You're helping us to be free. Every contribution counts a lot at this moment. He adds, Biden had a tweet saying they will support Lula. This is happening in our backyard. And China is knowingly lobbying to pass laws in Latin America so they can buy farms and railroads, infrastructure. Point, is this sounding all familiar, ladies and gentlemen? 
This, I, I'm serious, this really sends chills down my spine. So USA is going to be effed by China, and the U.S. supports that. He's absolutely right. Absolutely right. On the text line, we can't have dictators so close to our north and south. They will allow communist regimes to put military equipment at our borders. You darn well better believe it. Vince, if you would just call these people progressives, the leaders of Brazil or progressives, hang that banner around their neck and hang it around every Democrat in the United States and South Carolina promotes the idea of absolute government. That's what this is. We really need to bleed China and Russia dry economically. North Korea would fall. Iran would fall. Many political problems would be solved. <laughs> yeah. Like there's the courage to do that. On Latin America, Biden is trying to sell F-16 fighter jets. Yeah. To Argentina. Argentina. Fascist leftists aligned against the UK. Brazil illegals will come here through the southern border. This texture says Democrats will fund it like Ukraine and Brazil will go to war. Democrats win. What's new? This person would like to know what's wrong with Hollywood. They support this. Yes, they do. They are fellow travelers. I mean, this is why you see these, and, and I don't mind saying this, these idiot teachers wearing Che Guevara t-shirts. Remember when there was that big protest, teachers protesting, striking in Chicago several years ago? I'm telling you, folks, these folks, many of the people teaching your children, they're communists. They're socialist sympathizers. Now, should we round them up? No, I'm not advocating that. I just want you to know that within our own country, we've got people who are anti-United States. They are pro-socialist, pro-communist, and their loyalties lie elsewhere. We can't intervene in every political issue around the world. We've got enough issues to deal with on our own. Yes, we do. This person says, I don't wonder about this administration. I know they are corrupt. Yes, they are. There's no question about that. Brazil will be like Venezuela. If they're in civil war, the Democrats can get some cheap oil. <laughs> Vince Biden is a Benedict Arnold, for sure. Impeach. The more I hear, the more I think this is just like January 6th, hostile takeover by rigged election. Vince, what makes you think NSA interference can't be manufactured to appear like a technical glitch? This is where we are. This person <laughs> adding, we never should have stopped McCarthyism. You know, it's, it is kind of interesting, isn't it? The way McCarthy has been vilified over the years. And I'm not advocating we do anything of the sort about investigating un-American activities. But isn't it interesting how pendulums tend to swing? Now we've swung completely to the direction that socialism is celebrated and welcomed in this country. I don't think that was the healthy choice, but this is where we are. Ask a lot of young people today, and you'll find many of them are very defensive and supportive of socialists and socialism. Um, believe it or not, Gary, I'm going to give you 30 seconds here at the end of the broadcast. Uh, hit it hard, Gary.
Great man, you are you're a credit to this channel. Um, this all started back in the nineteen eighties, probably before then, but when Ronald Reagan was going after Sandinistas, after the Sandinistas and all that mess, I'm sure you remember it. Yes, I do. And it's moved it's moved there and it's gone on down through Central America. We as well, we had some friends that were from Venezuela. And they were keeping us informed how your friend Leo is keeping you informed about Brazil. So this is exactly what you're saying. So few people are aware of history and aware of the snake that's strangling the life out of it, the, their freedoms out of them right yep. now. Yep, you're absolutely right, Gary. You you hit it quick, and we've got to go. We got a hard break coming up. Robert, who's on the line right now, I want to get some information from you, producer. Get info from uh, Robert. We'll perhaps talk with him tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on the broadcast today. We're out of time. Have yourselves a great day and. Uh, Pray. Pray for the people of Brazil. They need your prayers right now. Have a great day. God bless you. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program.